irritated growl as he stumped back to his cabin and dumped the load of firewood he'd been carrying onto the neatly stacked pile on his front porch. God damn it. Why couldn't he get the image of his new neighbor out of his head? He snorted, like she was a real neighbor and not just a plant by Keller. The leader of the local den was getting too fucking big for his britches lately, but this was a completely unexpected tactic. The cabin next to his land had been vacant for years, since before he had bought the land, built his own cabin, and moved in. It had been held in trust by some unknown person who didn't seem likely to ever appear, which was just the way Mathis liked it. The empty cabin and non-existent neighbor had been one of the main selling points, the reason he had bought his property in the first place, ten years ago, after his mate had died. Mathis winced, the thought of Kathleen was still painful, even after all this time. Remembering her was like poking a half-healed wound with a sharp stick. Some might say it was his own fault, that he never allowed the wound to heal. But his kind mated for life, and he wasn't about to forget his wife and his love for her just because she'd been gone for a while. Which was one reason he was so pissed off about the show his neighbor had been putting on that morning. Damn it, he didn't need to be thinking about that when his love had died with Kathleen. Unbidden, his mind showed him the scene that was burned into his brain. His new neighbor's full, lush curves and the long, dark hair that fell in a rippling waterfall down to the small of her back. Her big, brown eyes. The way she'd been cupping her full breasts, almost like she was offering them. He shook his head trying unsuccessfully to push the image away. This was it, the last straw. Keller had been angling for a fight for a long time, trying to find a way to annex Mathis's land, which bordered the other Alpha's hunting grounds. But this, this was a really low blow. Mathis had always stoically ignored the other male's goading, no matter how Keller needled him. Bucks were patient and slow to anger, unlike the yowling cats overrunning the town. But damn it, this was too much. Planting a juvie in the cabin right beside Mathis's land to antagonize him was going a step too far. At first, he'd thought he could ignore her, and the two times she'd tried to speak to him, that was exactly what he had done. Just turned his head and kept on walking, even when she was calling his name which was probably what had made her decide to put on that little display this morning. Just remembering it made his cock throb angrily in his jeans, like a clenched fist. Probably wasn't her idea. Keller probably put her up to it. The little juvie had probably told the other Alpha she was getting nowhere with Mathis, so Keller had told her to step up her game. Hence the little peep show, just at the time when he gathered firewood every morning, the timing couldn't have been worse. It was only days until the full moon, and worse, it was early autumn. Rutting season. Well, it's not going to work. With angry movements, Mathis stripped off his jacket and stomped to clean his boots before walking into the snug bachelor cabin he had built with his own hands. I don't care how gorgeous she is, no fucking juvie is gonna mess with my head. He walked through the living room and kitchen, and headed straight for the bathroom, with its huge soaking tub and stone walls. The tub in particular came in handy. Nights when he changed were always strenuous. Shifting was painful and hard on the muscles. 
Come sunrise after he cantered home, he liked to draw a steaming hot bath and soak until he felt like himself again. But it wasn't a bath he was after now. Going to the medicine cabinet, Mathis opened it and took out a brown bottle half-filled with gel capsules containing a green and brown powder. He dry-swallowed one, and then, after considering a moment, took another. There, that should take care of business. He leaned against the sink and waited for the anti-rut meds to work. Fiona Shadowtree, Cougarville's resident pharmacist-slash-medicine woman, made them in her compounding pharmacy over on Main Street. The woman was half-Irish, half-Cherokee, and all witch, if you believed the rumors. Mathis didn't. Fiona might be a little mysterious at times, but she was a damn fine pharmacist. The meds she had made him had never failed. Not in the ten years since his Kathleen had died had he gone into rut, and he didn't intend to break